intrepid architects out there. If you believe design can change the world, then you've found your humans here on this show, Architecting. My name is Angela Mazzi, and I'm an architect and career coach who's figured out how to live my passion while claiming a successful architecture career and lifestyle. This show is about the architect as a person and will help you bypass the status quo traps in our profession while teaching you how to make an impact in your career. We need to stand in our power as architects and use our skills to make great places. If you're with me, let's get architecture. Hi everyone, Angela here. I am so excited to talk to you about today's topic because this is something that is a sneaky little way that we tend to undermine ourselves. That is being pigeonholed. And oh my gosh, this is such an easy thing to have happened. I mean, when I look at my own career, right, I was so excited because I graduated during a recession to get a job at all, and I wanted to get licensed as soon as possible, so I needed to get a wide range of experience, and I started working at a very small firm that had only been around for maybe a year, and there were things about that job that were really great. I learned so much, but very quickly, things got into a kind of a routine with the projects that I did. They tended to be smaller projects, so I became a project manager within six months, which is in some ways very cool because I learned a lot about how to work with municipalities, how to coordinate consultants, how to work with a client, but because they were very small projects and they were prototype projects, there wasn't a lot of room to really design much as an architect or to get to have a team to work with. When I say I was the project manager, it sounds impressive. And yes, I did play that role, but I also was doing every other role. Very seldom was there even one other staff member from my firm working on this project with me. That was pigeonhole number one, the limitation of the small firm where you can grow responsibility really quickly but your pay isn't commensurate to your responsibility and the project opportunities you have get stale really fast. I stayed at that firm for four years because I was doing a lot of volunteer work in the community and learning a lot about marketing and positioning because it was a small firm. And so it felt good for enough years to stay there. But at some point, I really did have to say that I had learned everything I was going to learn and the firm was not evolving. So staying there just had me stuck. So I started looking for jobs with larger firms and I quickly found that I got pigeonholed again as a project architect. And while some people spend their entire careers as project architects on complex projects and find it to be a very fulfilling role, to me this felt like a move backwards because I was a good project manager, but because I had come from such a small firm and worked on such small projects, 
my experience wasn't credible. So I had to take on a different role, albeit doing larger and more complex projects. There was a lot to learn. At that point, I was newly licensed, wasn't as concerned with having a spectrum of experience as much as I was concerned about really growing and developing around the areas of architecture that were of interest to me basically those experience-based parts of the project. Except, because I was pigeonholed, I wasn't leading anything. So, didn't have a chance to really say, hey, why don't we structure our project process a little bit differently? And I wasn't getting the opportunities to do design that I really wanted. I knew I had more potential than this, but I had gotten put in the project architect box, not the designer box. So again, I felt that my career had gotten stifled and wasn't really going where I needed it to go. On the other hand, all this work in the community and volunteer action that I had started at the first job was really beginning to pay big dividends. And I was loving being on the board of Arizona Forward, which was a community organization around advocating for better development in the Phoenix metropolitan area. I was a member of the City of Phoenix Housing and Neighborhoods Commission, and I had just come off of leading an affordable housing initiative. And we were currently looking at developing a master plan with the Planning Commission to have transit-oriented development. I was on the board of a community development corporation, and it was a little bit like I had career schizophrenia, right? Because what I was doing that was earning me a living was not lighting me up. On the other hand, this volunteer work was 100% aligned with everything that mattered to me as an architect. A lot of the things I cared about, well-being and experience, were really coming together around this idea of the livable neighborhood and affordable housing and community vibrancy. This was great, except I wasn't getting paid to do any of this stuff. Just as I was beginning to say, I'm stuck at work, not going anywhere, and I don't see a path to doing the kind of work I want to do and having the kind of practice I want to have. Wondering if I should go out on my own or form a nonprofit and was seriously considering that when I got pregnant with my daughter. While I didn't start off thinking I wanted to relocate as I got to be about six months pregnant, and we were back home in Ohio visiting my parents. Somehow got this genius idea that the homes that were unaffordable in Arizona would be much more affordable in Youngstown, Ohio, where I was from, and my parents could help with taking care of the baby, and this was going to be great. Except my mother had a severe health decline right after my daughter was born. So yes, we relocated, but the job I had secured 
called me three days before I was supposed to start and said that the project that they had been expecting to get and that would have paid my salary basically had been canceled by the client, so they didn't need me anymore. Thank you very much. At this point, there was no going back. So I helped my dad take care of my mother for a few months and then got another job this time in Cleveland. About the same size firm, but higher level of design, more sophisticated approach to projects, I was hired again as a project architect, but thought I was doing well because I could see a path forward to being a project manager, which I think a lot of architects are seduced by this idea that becoming a project manager is the holy grail. To me, that seemed very exciting until I had the chance to actually really do it. And I found out project management is administratively intensive. You have to spend a lot of time handling the client, writing contracts, making sure that you're scheduling your team properly, holding team meetings, documenting every meeting you have, making sure people understand their roles and responsibilities. And while you're busy doing all that, someone else is doing all the fun parts of the project. I very quickly learned that I didn't like that pigeonhole either. And unfortunately, I was good at managing projects. And so it was easy to stay stuck doing something I was good at but that I really didn't love. It took some real reckoning in my own mind and having to go back to my boss and basically say, this is not how I want to practice either. I want to influence how we do design. I want to be involved in research and I want to create initiatives and processes for the firm that will lead us to investigate experience better. And I was kind of shut down in that. I was actually told by my boss that he didn't believe in research, that it was really just about applying knowledge. Medical planning, which is what I do now, was not even recognized as a role that you could play in the firm. I tell you this whole story because I think a lot of you can identify with this. What happens when you want to keep an open mind or want to soak up a range of experiences or want to learn a certain skill set? is that you can really quickly become good at something and then get stuck in the pigeonhole of being asked to do that thing you're good at over and over and over again. And at first, it doesn't feel like you're stuck. First, it feels really good because you learned a skill, you mastered the skill, you're getting recognized by others as having mastered the skill. So of course you want to keep doing it, right? You're getting the positive reinforcement. It feels exhilarating. However, what happens 
once you get so good at that skill that that exhilaration fades away and you're stuck. And what's even worse is that your career is stuck. No one wants to promote you because they want you to keep doing this job that you're good at that you don't really love. That can be such a painful place. It's a place that many people do not even recognize that they have landed in. Because life happens. And sometimes your personal life can be busy enough or stressful enough that you don't have the time or the bandwidth to even think about repositioning yourself, let alone the time and effort it would take to look for a new job. This is you. If this at all resonates as something you've experienced, you kind of gradually found your way to doing something that you're good at, but that does not make your heart sing. This is your wake-up call. Time to stop deferring your fullest potential. Because I got news for you. You might think you're safe where you are and be afraid to take a risk, but staying stuck is costing you big time. It's costing you happiness and joy. It's costing you work-life balance because it feels exhausting and overwhelming instead of exciting and exhilarating to do your job. It's costing you performance opportunities. It's costing you the big jumps in raises and promotions and subject matter expert recognition you could have had if you were doing work that was aligned with your personal goals and mission instead of just work you happen to have the ability to do well. I really wanted to hammer that home today, that distinction between what we're good at and what we love to do. Ideally, we're getting paid to do both. If this sounds like you and you are ready to jump out of that pigeonhole and realize your full potential, including your opportunity to earn more and get a promotion, I have a super easy way to work with me called a lightning session. You get 30 minutes one-on-one time with me where we will crack the code on what your goals are and set up an outline of what you need to do over the next 90 days to really start getting things in motion. And then it's up to you. You can work on that plan by yourself Or you can choose to work with me longer over that 90-day period where you'll get one-on-one coaching throughout to help hold you accountable. Either way, for just $97, this lightning session is a great way to help really kick things into gear and sharpen the focus so you can recognize if you're in that pigeonhole And you don't just want to jump out and into another pigeonhole, right? You want to be strategic, and that's what this is all about. Helping you make that strategic decision about what your next move will be. 
So I would love to help you in that way if you are interested. The link is thelink.com slash lightning. And I also have it written in the show notes. Check it out. You can also find it on my website, architectingpodcast.com. Either way, I'm super excited to help you not have the kind of story for so many years of your career that I did and help you get straight to that alignment to doing work you love. I hope this helped provoke some thoughts for you and catalyze some good things. Take care. Love you all. Do you like mail? Because I would love to come and have a party in your inbox. Once a week, I write a super inspirational note to all my subscribers that focuses on some of the themes that we are exploring in that week's podcasts. So if you are enjoying listening to these episodes, want to dive a little deeper, plus get firsty knowledge of special opportunities and offers, trot on over to architectingpodcast.com and sign yourself up. You're going to start looking forward to Wednesdays in a way you never have before. Stay inspired.